Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. In that moment in human history, when a foreign power had trampled the holy city and the religious were trying to hold on to their control over people, Jesus was preaching, teaching, and demonstrating the kingdom of God. The brokenhearted were being restored and healed, those emotionally, mentally, physically, and or spiritually bound were being set free. The blind were seeing, whether emotional blindness, physical blindness, spiritual blindness, or mental blindness, Jesus opened their eyes. Jesus released the oppressed, raising each one up, equal, equal. He brought true justice and freedom as he proclaimed that in his coming, the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God had come on earth. Not everyone was excited about God's kingdom of compassion, inclusion and equality breaking into their world. Along the way, certain people would confront Jesus and try to discredit him. So let us go to one such time and receive a greater revelation of the heart of God for all people. Luke chapter 10 verse 25 And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Here we have a certain man, who according to the text is considered by humanity and himself to be an expert in the law. That is, the law given by God to the Hebrew people. This certain lawyer stood up for all to see and asked a question with the sole motive of testing Jesus. This word test in this context means to thoroughly disprove something. So the lawyer was trying to disprove Jesus, and ultimately God. In disproving Jesus, the lawyer could justify himself and raise himself up above God and his truth. Jesus as a man was still fully divine and knew the motive of the lawyer's question. However, in complete contrast to the evil motive of the lawyer, Jesus' motive was and is always pure and good. It is always for the benefit of others. Jesus is the visible expression of the invisible God. He revealed the heart of God the Father, and the heart of God the Father is for all people to receive eternal life. It is for this very reason that he came as a man and willingly gave up his life as a sacrifice for all. Jesus, the Son of God, inherits all things from the Father. Earlier in Luke we read in Luke chapter 10, verse 22. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, 
and who the Father is except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Jesus makes a way for us to share in his inheritance from God the Father. God is the giver of life, and receiving Jesus and believing in God, we too become a child of God and inherit his eternal life. Jesus also said to the disciples in Luke chapter 10, verse 19 to 20, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Oh, if only the lawyer, in his personal encounter with Jesus, was willing to surrender his pride and desire to exalt himself above God, so he too could be included in God's eternal kingdom. His eternal kingdom of compassion, inclusion and equality. Jesus knew the lawyer was not interested in how he could personally inherit eternal life. As he was only interested in justifying himself and discrediting Jesus. So Jesus, knowing this, turns the law back on the lawyer in a way that he would understand. Jesus uses the lawyer's method of teaching, learning and reasoning. He asks back of the self-appointed teacher the question. Luke 10, verse 26. He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? The lawyer responds by referring to Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5 and Leviticus 19, verse 18 rightly linking the love of God to the love for all people. Verse 27 So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and your neighbour as yourself. God empowered the ancient Israelites with his word. His word that brings light into darkness and life into death. God speaks light and life over the ancient Israelites as they were about to enter the promised land. He declared to them that he alone is the one true God and all those who believe and receive his right to rule and reign receive his eternal life the Eternal Almighty One, would enable them to love Him with all of their being through their daily journey of receiving more and more of His never-ending love for them. Through God's relationship of great love and compassion with the ancient Israelites, the world would come to know Him. To love God with all our being and love our neighbour as ourself is impossible for us to make happen. Yet with God, who is the source of this perfect love, all things are possible. As he declares it, it comes to pass as his word is eternal, faithful and true. 
We simply need to be willing. Only God can bring such a love to us, in us and through us to others. Only He can transform the heart and the mind. Through the revelation and receiving of God's unconditional love, it is out of His love within that we are empowered to love God and another. It is not our work. It is not a work we can do. Neither is there any work we can do to inherit eternal life. As it is a free gift of God himself to us. Interestingly, the lawyer said, what can I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus' response goes straight to the heart of the matter, and that is the condition of the lawyer's heart. Verse 28. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this and you will live. So the lawyer, who has chosen to disprove Jesus and ultimately God by misusing his knowledge of the law, has in fact been confronted by the law, the law he claims to be the custodian of and expert in. Jesus is saying to the lawyer that if the law is what you have chosen as your pathway, if you believe what you say to be true, then you should do it. Remembering Jesus knows the lawyer is not interested in receiving eternal life. Both the lawyer and Jesus know that it's not possible for any human to do it. It is only possible with receiving God and being transformed by him as we surrender to him. Jesus reveals the lawyer's need for a saviour, yet the lawyer is not still willing to open his heart to God and Jesus. Sadly, his response reveals the deceptions of the lawyer's heart and his unwillingness to surrender them to God. Verse 29 But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbour? The pride of the lawyer and the desire to justify himself is similar to the pride of the Pharisees that Jesus warns against. The pride of the Pharisees not only elevates oneself above God, but desires to come against God. It aligns itself with the evil one as an enemy of God and actively deceives others to block others from receiving the truth. In response, Jesus tells the story of compassion, inclusion and equality. As we go through this story, let us be reminded that this conversation began with the initial question of the lawyer wanting to discredit Jesus and pridefully earn his own salvation or righteousness. Through this story, Jesus reveals the heart of God is a free gift of salvation for all people. Luke chapter 10, verse 30 to 37. Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, 
leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked, and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbour to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Let us consider the story told by Jesus. A certain man went down from Jerusalem and along the way to Jericho he was robbed, beaten and left half for dead. By chance along come both a priest and Levite. The priest being the one who performs religious duties and the Levite being the one who keeps the temple and the utensils used for religious ceremonies clean. Both are of Jewish lineage and to the lawyer would represent his neighbour and the law given to Moses and the ancient Israelites. The keeping of the law cannot bring salvation and healing, nor can all the offerings in this world make a person clean. Only God can make us clean. Only God can bring salvation and healing. So both the priest and the Levite pass on by. Then along came a certain Samaritan. The third traveller was not an Israelite. In fact, he was a Samaritan. At the time of Jesus telling the story, the Israelites considered Samaritans as outcasts and even unclean. So the lawyer is listening to Jesus tell a story in which the Samaritan, who he would consider is an outcast and even unclean, as the one who has compassion. That is a depth of emotion within oneself that is defined as coming from a love that is yearning as sympathetic concern for the suffering of others. Often through the Gospels, the writer states that Jesus was moved with compassion for all humanity, collectively and individually. For this is the love of God. All three, the priest, the Levite and the Samaritan, saw the traveller who fell among thieves. Like the other two before him, the Samaritan saw he was near death. Yet it was the Samaritan who was moved with compassion, bandaged his wounds, poured oil and wine, carried him on his own animal and took care of him. The Samaritan then the next day gave the money for the innkeeper to continue the care. The Samaritan in the story did not judge the traveller who fell among thieves, nor consider his ethnicity economic status, or why he was walking along the road in the first place. 
He simply had the compassion of God, included the traveller who was near death in his moment, cared for him in the capacity he had at the time, and treated him equal to himself. This is a beautiful picture of God's kingdom. His kingdom of compassion, inclusion and equality. All fueled by God's unconditional, unending love for all people. Where he has the capacity to give all of himself and bring salvation and healing to a lost and dying world. Jesus reveals the heart of God in all that he does. The law given to the ancient Israelites is because God so loves. He revealed to them his love for them and for all people and humanity's need for a saviour. Each individual needs to receive God's great love and eternal life with him through Jesus Christ. Jesus did not condemn. He did not come to condemn. He came to save and to heal. So having told the story, Jesus again turns to the lawyer and speaks to him in a way he will understand. He asks, So which of these three do you think was neighbour to him who fell among the thieves? The lawyer answered, He who showed mercy on him. Jesus, knowing the lawyer's heart, continues to speak to him in a way that he would understand. He turns the law once again back onto the lawyer and reveals the heart of God through it. As the motive of the lawyer is to discredit Jesus, Jesus says, Go and do likewise. We don't know if the lawyer chose to receive Jesus, and in doing so inherited eternal life. But what we do know is in that moment, when Jesus again reveals the heart of the matter, is the matter of the lawyer's heart. Jesus reveals the perfect love, compassion, inclusion and equality of God and his kingdom. His perfect motive is to set humanity free, to bring healing and restoration. His kingdom is a place of compassion, inclusion and equality and is available to all people, regardless of age, gender, ethnicity, social economic status, or what time in human history we are born. Receive Jesus and inherit eternal life and his kingdom, his kingdom of compassion, inclusion and equality has come on earth in Jesus, and as we receive Jesus and his right to rule and reign, and surrender our self-will to that of the Father's will, we too carry his name, his authority, his compassion to a lost and dying world. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.